0: Welcome to the Mike on Much Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Veerman. I'm here with my friend and trusted producer, Max Kerman, as well as our pop culture aficionado, Shane Cunningham, and Intern Erica. Isn't it Engineer Erica? I thought it was Engineer Erica, but then it was Intern Erica. I, we need to decide. I'm down with Engineer. What do you prefer, Erica? How about just Erica? No, it's got to... No, we need a nickname. Well, why don't you decide, Erica? I like Intern Erica. Yeah, I thought that. Intern Erica. Yeah, that because that was decided like two episodes ago, Max. Oh.
1: By Erica. By Erica. But yeah. I think I, Intern Erica. Because she wanted to be like all <laughs> the Intern. <laughs> Actually, I was with uh, your brother last night. I was with Greg Veerman, and because Greg also employs Erica, that's right. And I guess Erica came to Greg asking for advice, (laughs) saying, "Okay, I need to get paid. How should I ask Max to make sure I get paid?" (laughs) Because this is definitely something that I forgot about. I told her she'd get paid, and then I didn't really follow up. Oh yeah. And then Erica, I sent me a text saying, "Who should I invoice?" Uh, And then I I said, "Polite." It was very polite. No, it was was a good text. and then I just said, just take seven seconds of courage to ask that big question. Hey, and that's a Shane line. A big callback. Yep. Well, it's uh,
2: Cameron line. Cameron Crowley. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. And uh, yeah, put her in touch with the account, and we're mm-hmm. good to go. So we're on the level, boys. We're, we're on, on the level. Yeah, yeah Greg um,
2: told me that that's
1: how the rich stay rich. <laughs> Free labor. <laughs> oh, Free yeah. labor. Yeah. Well, yeah. Greg, yeah, Greg, who is our dear friend, he, he'd be like, fuck those guys. You know, he'd be like, they're trying to take advantage of you. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, well, he's already got beef with you. Why? Uh, on our
0: very first one of these sort of like hostfuls, freedoms, whatever. Yeah. You said... Uh, you said that he tried to take a photo of Amir Johnson in a restaurant. Uh, uh, Kawhi, so Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, sorry. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Amir Johnson today. Kawhi Leonard yeah. uh, of the Toronto Raptors. You said Greg tried to take a photo, and i been meaning to bring this up because he said I needed to rectify his good yeah. name.
1: And, and for the record, he did not. I made a mistake. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know if I even totally believe that myself. Uh, um. He is adamant. He did not. He's, he thinks you were making it up for laughs. I thought he, that's what he said when he got back to the table. That he tried, oh, so he didn't witness That he tried to take a photo, but I think it was too dark or something. But who cares? I mean, Well, this
2: is a big deal because I Greg guess if, cares. if word broke out at his work that he was being very unprofessional yeah. outside of work, maybe mm-hmm. that'd be better. I'm actually
1: surprised that he wanted you to bring this up and rectify it because this just bringing it back to the, this conversation. Nobody was thinking about he this. He wanted to
0: clear his good name. I've never seen him so mad. Uh, interesting. And I believe him. I do because he was like very serious about how it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, and Greg's cool. You wouldn't do
2: anything weird
0: like I that. I don't
1: believe him in this case. But, <laughs> 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 but anyway, we'll so Greg about. gave you good advice to confront yeah, his, uh, your other he told boss. Yeah, I'm pretty to you that I asked that I confided in him. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway.
0: So today on the show, we are talking, uh, as we tend to do, about three topics. We are going to be discussing, one, Tiger Woods, uh, mm-hmm. who won the Masters yesterday on Sunday uh, evening. Two, uh, Amir Johnson, who is a player for the Philadelphia 76ers. During Game 1 of the NBA playoffs between the 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets, Amir Johnson pulled his cell phone out on the bench <laughs> and was looking at it, scrolling through uh, with the star uh, player Joel Embiid, looking at his phone as well. It was kind of very a sneaky move and is also against uh, the NBA uh, rules and regulations. We'll get to that. Third, we'll be talking about uh, the actor who plays the Travago guy. I don't even know his name. Uh, who cares? But the he Travago was, guy. Yeah, he was recently found uh, behind the wheel of his car. Passed out, uh, <laughs> allegedly inebriated with his foot on the brake in traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if uh, we'll be seeing Travago Guy on the TV uh, very much longer
1: uh, after that incident. Yeah, it was a busy weekend. There's so many things we could talk about. The Coachella happened. Coachella. We didn't even get... We
0: Remember when all three of us went to Coachella?
1: Yeah. What was that, two years ago? Yeah. That was really nice, guys. Yeah, that was so much fun. But maybe we could talk about that next week because there's weekend two. But That's I think right. all the fun stuff happens on weekend one. But maybe we talk about this.
0: Yeah, we can what get a, to Coachella next yeah. week. I mean, like you said, a lot of stuff happened. The Raptors Ga- of lost.
1: Uh, the Game of Thrones was last night. Mm-hmm. Are you guys Game of Thrones guys? I feel like you two aren't. I'm definitely not. Are I it,
2: I had it on. I fell asleep to it though.
1: <laughs> See, actually, the reason why I don't like Game of Thrones is I had a, like kind of a PTSD moment uh, when, like, in the one of the early seasons, I was uh, living with our friend Jug and he would play that show so loudly while i was napping on the couch in mm. the living room and so i was just i just wake up to these like british people yelling at each other and i just like look up and someone's on a horse in the forest and i hate british medieval stuff with a horse in the forest like that stuff is <laughs> like <laughs> i hate Welcome that the modern times <laughs> yeah yeah you know like all that world yeah. building i have no interest in i yeah. know you love it but anyway so i always had a hate on for game of thrones ever since then. Well, <laughs> Jug's
0: one of my uh, Jug's one of my guys. Jug and Sean Dawson. The three of us were and Dan Hamilton were in a text group last night about how giddy we were for the show to I start.
1: know, and, and I've also... Another reason why I hate that show is that I've been scolded so many times for walking in on a Sunday night and everybody's silent and I'm just like trying to make conversation everyone's like shut the fuck up the show's on So,
2: well I was watching the show and then very early on I realized okay I'm going to fall asleep sneakily to the show because you know when you're watching with someone yeah. you don't want to get caught sleeping because yeah. the other people enjoy when you're awake for some reason <laughs> So, other people in quotations well, like my yeah wife. my <laughs> wife so I'd be kind of drifting off and she'd go those guys have no penises and I'd be like oh okay and then, the then I'd fall asleep again, and she's like, that guy has no penis either. They <laughs> chopped it off. It was a huge <laughs> penis he had, and they chopped his penis off. I was like, okay. And then another, I got woken she, up. That guy, she was talking specifically
0: about Elfie Allen, Lily Allen's brother. Really? That's wow. the guy with the huge penis who had it, yeah. That's like <laughs> <No> penis. <pun intended. laughs> just, just on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> the actor that plays that character, Theon um, Theon Greyjoy. Mm had a large penis. It was seen in like season one or two and then his character it befell some... Uh, dis- oh, so it was a real misfortune. large penis. It was he, His penis in real life is large. Oh, wow. As seen oh. on the show. He showed his penis. He had a full frontal nude scene. What, it has to be a... a Prosthetic? ...pod
2: piece. I don't know, man.
0: That show's known for its. I don't know if he was. Like I don't think Mark Wahlberg was cast in Boogie Nights because he actually had a huge penis, and shows his penis. That penis was, an, and a, that, that penis penis. was like elephant-sized. That was a, a, actually like this, like extraordinary, like sort yeah. of like okay, so exceptional so penis. I think that's Elfie Allen's penis in in that CC We got to find that out. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll post it on our Insta story later. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, if we're wrong, open we'll the corrections. But then, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then a third time, uh, she she woke me up and she goes. Uh, that guy has no penis, but he. No, that guy has no balls, but he has a penis. And it was <laughs> a guy who had been uh, snipped, I guess. He's, it was he, like a priest or he's something? He's a eunuch, yeah. So, right. like, those characters,
0: they lose their balls when they're very young. So
2: that was the eunuch. So, but she was saying there's an army of people who have no penises. That's correct. And then we kind of got into, like, why that, that would happen. And then I was just like, don't wake me up anymore. And then I
1: thought,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just start a Twitter account yeah. like everybody else, because I was gonna say like, yeah, don't don't wake me up, but I was like, I had to get to the bottom of why all these characters mm-hmm. had no penises. I like that that was always the talking point throughout yeah. the the episode. Yeah, um, was it? What did it live up to the hype though?
0: It was the premiere, so it was a lot of like um, setting the board for what's to come over the next uh, over the rest of the season. So I think anytime you have a show like that, they kind of have to wrap up what happened in the the. The season finale last season and then they have to sort of set the board for the, the wars that are to come and the sort of intrigue and the, the sort of like the palace hierarchy and the way
2: that people are going to oh is this guy the king is she the queen and, and that's why people like it right they set up uh, payoffs that come much later
0: totally well I think the reason Game of Thrones is so sort of like um, popular and appealing to people is because really it's like it's a political drama like about the way that people sort of like position themselves to succeed and like you know the great line like uh, chaos is a ladder meaning like some people thrive in chaos because they see opportunity other people you know can't handle it uh it's a family drama it's like basically it's like your family is your pack and sort of like the closest you'll ever be and you can trust your family mm. trust someone no else and then ultimately there's this sort of fantasy element where it's like the undead so if you like the walking dead there's a bunch of zombies coming and there's dragons and there's magic so that's kind of like the thing that maybe like a guy like max is like i'm fucking out of here yeah but i think if you watch from day one max you would actually like the sort of the politics and the palace intrigue and the maneuvering of the different sort of powerful houses and who wants to retain power and how they got
1: power and how they keep it. I right. love that term, palace intrigue. I got to use it in our Kel song. There Next you record. go. Yeah. All right, great, great. And, and there's a lot of sex stuff
0: in it. Too. Tons of sex. Yeah. Oh, I, that maybe should be number one out of the uh, these four <laughs> things. Is that I saw an Onion headline where it's like because it's been about a year and a half since the last one, so we've waited a long time for this last season. The Onion was like, oh, people uh, catching up on evenos, they have to remember what everybody's breast looks like, <laughs> so they like go through and they rewatch the show just for all the sex scenes, but. People do like uh, the sex. Yeah, right. There's very graphic sex. Hell, we saw Lily Allen's brother's penis in like season yeah. one. All right, let's get to our three topics. We that was almost to the topic on. though, right? Wait, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, we we could have gone so much deeper, but yeah. I feel like every podcast is doing Game of Thrones these mm. days. Let's talk about Tiger. Something no one will be talking about today. That's a joke. Okay, Obviously, everybody's say. fucking <laughs> t- It's the <laughs> biggest story in sports. Yeah. Um I am not necessarily a golf guy. My father in law loves golf it is like an exceptional golfer he like goes on golf trips mm-hmm. to like nice places uh so every time like the masters or something's on i kind of watch him like oh, i know that he'll be watching and Danica enjoys watching golf uh but yesterday i was watching um the who's the playoff game in the uh, the afternoon boston celtics indiana pacers game and then my twitter was starting to blow up they're like tiger's doing it tiger's gonna do it so I'm like, oh, wow, well, I know Tiger hasn't won, like, the Masters in something like 14 or I, I didn't know it was exactly 14 years, but I knew it was more than a decade. So I flipped over, and uh, I started watching real time. And I abandoned my beloved hoops to watch the last two
1: holes of Tiger Woods uh, winning the Masters. Did you guys watch it in real time? Yeah. I, I did, actually. I was uh, at a family lunch over at uh, Lauren's, Lauren's family, and... I happened to walk in the room. I was kind of going between rooms, um, and I walked in the room just as he was about to sink his final putt. Mm. So I, it was cool I that I got to <clears throat> watch his reaction in real time. Did you watch it?
2: Yeah, Alex, is, my wife, is a big Masters fan, so oh, really, we taped it. <clears throat> Doesn't she golf a little bit? Yeah, she yeah. does.
0: Yeah, okay, I knew that.
2: And uh, she, she was super into it, and the whole time I was like, oh, man, Tiger's actually in really good shape again yeah like he was ripped and he was that shirt looks amazing on him like uh if i wore that shirt it would be a disaster <laughs> yeah. would just my, i was actually thinking that. i was nipples. like yo you have, to, you have to be ripped for that kind of oh, didn't well, you think he looked so young he yeah I mean, except for when he took the off the hat that's off, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what i was gonna say and, and then he wins and i wonder if it was like uh-oh i gotta take off the hat and he just has like three hairs on his head yeah <laughs> like the homer simpson <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah I, I yeah actually i was thinking i was like i wonder what pitcher they're gonna use Obviously, the one with his fist in the air, like when he sinks the, the putt immediately, but they could have snapped a bunch when he'd taken off his hat. Uh, and you're just thinking, I, I, saw, I, I hope he picks the,
0: the one with the hat on. I saw a really funny tweet, and I feel terrible because we should attribute these tweets, but it was some sports writer, and he said, uh, I really relate with Tiger right now, and you think he's going to tell some tweet about overcoming the odds, and he goes,
2: as a biracial man who's trying to bald gracefully in America. <laughs> <laughs> bald gracefully in
1: America.
2: <laughs> and were you guys examining the the hugs going on, too? Like,
1: how much oh my time God, he spent yeah. with you? Like, the new girlfriend didn't get much hug love. I don't think anybody in America really wanted to see him hug the new girlfriend. No. Much. What, your, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I, all you're thinking, so in the last couple holes, they keep shooting over to the mom, his two kids, his son and his daughter, and then the girlfriend who's got the hat,
2: and she's all decked who out. Is the girlfriend, by the I that. don't know. It seems could. very annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> not to judge a book by its cover, but
0: but I just remember like, so I'm like, okay, it's gonna be interesting. He's obviously going to, if he wins this, when he wins this, he's gonna go over and he's gonna embrace them. And you do wonder it, exactly that. But mostly I kept thinking, I'm like, in any kind of blended family, there's always a little bit of animosity. So his yeah. daughter is older, the son is younger, the son's kind of just happy-go-lucky, but the daughter's kind of reserved. And I'm all I kept thinking was everyone knows what went down with tiger and his former wife. And these are his kids from that marriage. And I'm like, does the older daughter even like the girlfriend? You know what I mean? Cause the girlfriend's really hyped and she's into it. But I'm like, if I was the older daughter, I'd kind of be like, chill out. Let me just enjoy my moment. Well, with I don't my even dad. know if she
2: likes Tiger because she <laughs> she didn't give him a super good hug either. It's just with the boy you can tell the well's not tainted yet. Right. Because he really hugged him for a crazy amount of time.
0: I would say too, the daughter's probably at that age. I'm guessing she's like twelve or thirteen. She's We're also, like,
2: Dad, this is embarrassing.
0: Like, yeah, exactly. Really? I think she could be like, hmm. Yeah, like when I was you know, you, you show less affection when you get into the cool zone. I, I might chalk it up to that more so than her having animosity with her. Okay, her name I, was, I mean, she
2: was there. I would think winning the Masters is the exception to the rules. Right. It's not like he dropped her off at school and wanted a kiss on the cheek That's or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, like,
0: yeah, like if your father won the Masters, you'd probably forgive just about anything.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Her name is Erica Herman. This is the girlfriend. Yeah, okay. she's 43 years old. They've been dating since t- 2017. The two met because Herman works in the restaurant business and ran one of Tiger's restaurants in Florida. Interesting. Hmm. So she's not a celebrity. She's not like a young thing either. She's like his age. Interesting.
0: Did she win you over with that bio? (laughs) That (laughs) extensive bio. (laughs) No, and I wouldn't say interesting. (laughs) No, it is. It is kind of interesting. (laughs) I know what you mean. Well, his last girlfriend was Lindsay Vonn, who's like an Olympic like uh, athlete. Mm -hmm. What'd she do? Skiing? Yeah, yeah, skiing. I believe Hmm. snowboarding. I know they're skiing. It is. It does have a thing for restaurant
1: gals right because isn't that
0: <laughs> the man just won the masters and okay, all we're okay, talking okay. about is his personal
1: yeah, yeah,
2: life. okay yeah, well, it's that's it's what wrong. makes the master so great because he overcame such great adversity right he had the dui also and he really seemed washed up like a loser kind of <laughs> <laughs> well, and he, he was out of shape for a, a long period and then he started looking great minus the hat being removed and <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really because of all these things that we're mentioning now is what made that story so cool
0: absolutely and it being the largest gap between winning the masters for any players i think
2: that's very secondary though
0: i don't know it's like it's like no one thought he was gonna get back to the top of the mountain you know like because no one else has done it right that's what i'm saying he's done something no one else has ever done before even without the tragedy i don't think anyone would care though i certainly wouldn't see i would think like say you've had a completely sort of conventional existence say you're phil mickelson and you win the masters when you're 20 (laughs) and then you win it again when you're like 40 it would be that would be the story But I think because Tiger's had so much sort of like uh, public, uh, I don't know what the word is, hardship, obviously self-inflicted in a lot of ways. uh, And like people, Tiger's kind of polarizing, you know, like people think he's a dick, like he's not like the most likable person or hasn't been historically.
1: Yeah. He is so, he is way bigger than the game of golf. Oh, yeah. It was interesting. I was, um, as this was happening, I went to the other room and I broke the news that Tiger won the Masters and. Lauren's aunt like she was like, Oh yeah, you know, he had all the back surgery. Like and I didn't even know he oh, had yeah. back surgery. Yeah,
0: his back was fucked. But
1: and I was talking to my mom about it and she was like, She knew his story. Like everyone knows Tiger's story. Who who wouldn't necessarily be a sports fan. Like my mom's not a sports fan. Lawrence Ant is not a sports fan, but everyone knew what Tiger had been through, which makes it ubiquitous in a very unique way. I would have
2: never cared if it was just like, oh, this guy who hadn't won in 11 years. Sergio Garcia hasn't won. Who cares? Well,
1: the reason Tiger's
0: also so famous is because obviously he was like the first black golfer of Mm -hmm. success. Like Mm -hmm. he's compared to Michael Jordan and Muhammad Ali. What about
2: Vijay Singh? Wasn't he? uh... He's like... He's He's more Indian.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And he came well after Tiger. Tiger's been famous since, what, 96, 95? I I might even have that timeline wrong. But Tiger's in the same category for a lot of people as Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, like some of our greatest sports figures of modern times. But he's still playing. That's kind of the crazy thing about golf, too, is like those guys, you have your sort of 10-year career and then you're done. He's like a living icon for a lot of people because he represents so much more about golf, uh, more than just a guy that plays golf because he was a gateway for so many people. He got young people into it. He got minorities into it. Like tiger is so many people's like dude and sort of like, um, like I said, sort of gateway into golf that he sort of made. I saw a tweet that said that his prize pool today or yesterday of 2.1 million or whatever it was, that's what he won to win the masters was more than the entire prize money went from his first masters and whatever it was in like 97. uh, hmm. So for instance, like I'm not sure what like second, third, fourth, Uh, you know, there's like probably a money payout up until a certain point. Again, forgive me for my ignorance when it comes to golf or majors. Uh, but his single take as the winner of the Masters yesterday was more than the entire pool before. And they're saying, and Tiger can thank, well, himself for that. Because yeah. he made the game so much bigger than it had been. Which when it was, it kind of been like a niche, sports, a niche sport and sort of more a thing for like, you know, dads. And now, like you said, your mom's talking about it. Yeah, uh, Young people are into it. Fuck, I flipped the channel from basketball to watch it because it is such a sort of ubiquitous uh, story.
1: Yeah, the... Uh, uh that expression, like Tiger versus the field, like who'd you bet on? Like that's what ma- that that puts him in Jordan territory. Yeah. Or and it, what does that mean versus the field? So Anybody like, else? Yeah. It's like oh. if you were to bet at the beginning of the tournament, who's going to win, Tiger or the field? Right. Uh, most people would be. in, in his glory days. That's an insane days, bet, though. Yeah, it's an insane bet. It's like him versus you know that's golfers. how fucking good he is that's yeah. how good he is you'd always put your money and same thing like with jordan in the playoffs jordan versus so the even though he hadn't won in 11 years people were saying tiger versus. no the this thing that used to be standard okay. like ah, in his gotcha. uh in the glory days that's what everybody, everybody would just be like you'd feel like a fool to bet on the field mm-hmm. because tiger was that good um is there any other athletes i know it's different because with most other professional sports it's based on like the your home team that you're rooting for in the city that you're from but are there any other athletes that uh in maybe um, single per- person sports like tennis or something, where everybody's rooting for them, because it felt like yesterday, everybody wanted Tiger to win. Like, is, is did anybody not want Tiger to win?
0: No, but we're, we're, we're but we're conditioned to root for narratives and outcomes that are like a movie. And sure. yesterday was like a movie. It was yeah. like 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 if 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 you were to do the movie on Tiger's life it would start with yesterday and then it would would like let's go back to the beginning do you know what I mean like and so it's like there's something that's comforting about that that you want Tiger to win you know and you see a lot of tweets where people are like I don't even like I had I I texted my brother and Dan Hamilton yesterday because when Tiger won and he was hugging his kids and stuff I actually started to tear up yeah and i don't even really give a shit about tiger woods but tears were coming down my face again i was immensely hung over the raptors lost a, a bad game one <laughs> you're and
1: just still crying from the raptors fuck loss fuck man i
0: drowned my sorrows so anyway i was i was hung over on sunday and and when he started hugging his kids and i'm a dad i like I just started getting emotional, so I texted Dan and Greg, and I was like, "I am definitely hungover because I just literally like cried at Tiger embracing his family." And then Dan was like, "This is the greatest thing." He's like, "And I don't even like Tiger particularly." And he was like, "You know, my brother was like, it was just pure raw emotion, man. Like, but everybody's talking about it,
1: you know. know, um, Obviously, amazing golfer. Obviously, his like background ethnicity makes him incredibly unique for the sport. The fact that his nickname is Tiger and his last name is Woods." Also, I think gives them like three extra points, in like the the way people think about it. like or mm-hmm. how much like it's same thing with like a band or if you just happen to be you have a cool name if you're an actor. I've had cool
0: name theory my whole life. Where oh, I said, okay. I Explain I said, cool name theory. I, my cool name theory is essentially if you give your kid a name like Gunner or Tiger or like Doc or like whatever, just from by the very nature that they have a unique and sort of weird name, like mm-hmm. Fox. Right. You're gonna <laughs> from from the minute you're in like junior kindergarten, mm-hmm. your teachers your peers everyone's gonna go oh Fox that's an interesting name Mm. and they'll ask you the story probably so right from the get go people pay attention to you you don't get lost so you kind of get conditioned to the idea that like you're special exactly Mm. so I don't know if this like sort of like it becomes this sort of snowball thing where then you sort of build confidence. You're used to interacting with people. You're used to explaining yourself. Or you're just like, but at the very least, you stand out. So like from the very beginning, you're kind of somebody that people take an interest in because of your unique name. And when it doesn't work out,
1: the fall is hard. <laughs>
0: no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like you don't really meet very many people that are like, oh, have any like lots Fox of... and then they're kind of like bookish and kind of different. But wait, sorry, is the...
2: Tiger not his real name? You said nickname.
1: I think that's his name. It's...
2: No, it's his nickname. It's... His
1: real name is Eldrick, isn't it? No. Oh. His dad's name Earl. I'm pretty. Tiger's not his real name, dude. Are you sure? I, 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 maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's look this up. It's crazy. People listening right now would be like that. Know the answer are gonna be like, guys. Can you shut the fuck up? Oh,
0: this- you know what? He's right. His name is Eldrick Taunt Tiger Woods. Tigers wow. in
1: quotations. Yeah.
0: Eldrick, though, you know, people are going to be like, Eldrick? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs> no, but, I mean, his nickname's been Tiger forever. Though. Sure, so, sure. Uh, and he's Shit. only been known as Tiger. But mm-hmm. the fact, and his last name's Woods, which is also a golf club. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of cool of It's like LeVar on. Ball. His last name's Ball, yeah. but basketball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get on the next one. Actually, one more thought, actually. Um, do you think that uh tiger has actually changed personally because that's a big part of the narrative now that he's won and that he hugged his kids he's like he's a changed man it's like he you know he's matured he's grown up he's not the ordinary or, ornery guy he's not the arrogant guy he, he's not Here's the, 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 the shitty dad that we once thought he was when i was talking
0: about narratives and how people love them the other thing people love seeing is people being humbled they love the idea yeah. of somebody who is like this, you know, golf assassin, the Terminator of golf, the killer. Be like, you know, a sensibly indestructible. Be humbled all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy that's got all the arrogance in the world because he is the best. They love it, and then, but it's like you want to tear him down and build him back up, and just keep doing it in a spin cycle because that's you know. the
1: American dream. But do you think he's actually different? I, I, cause I it's a great this, question. because I wonder because I because I wonder sometimes with people who have been very famous and very successful from a young age, and. If you're kind of a naturally cocky, arrogant person to begin with, and everybody tells you you're God's gift uh, to the earth, like from the age of 15, and you're successful from you know the age of Well, since he started well, when golfing, when he was like three, he was on night shows hitting golf yeah, balls yeah. around. Is it possible for him to actually be a self-aware, humble guy at the age of 35 moving forward? Like, do do, do people have like come to Jesus moments, or or are you are who you are? Do you think? I don't know. It's, it's I, a great. I question. I think if
2: you receive. Like if you really get burned by it, uh-huh. and you're like, "Shit, this wasn't worth it," mm-hmm. I think you can, and yeah. I think he did really get burned by it. But now he's back atop the mountain,
1: so we'll see. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you hear about these like Me Too story guys with the, it's like just like is Hi- Harvey Weinstein like repenting do, do, do these people actually not to by the way not to compare people to in it.
0: general tend to regret what they lost not necessarily what they did what they did yeah and if they can get away with it then they mm-hmm. they they'd take their old life back in a second they're not they don't really care that they hurt people usually yeah but they'll say they do but really like I don't doubt those people like are deeply hurting but I always think
2: they're just they're just sad at what they lost uh, yeah. or that they got caught and not th- at what they actually did or do you think he's maybe pared down a little bit maybe he has like two sneaky mistresses now <laughs> he's just more efficient and less greedy. Yeah. Uh, Do you, but if you had to bet would you say he had at least one sneaky mistress right now?
1: I, I did, depends on how well, close that was the tabs Erica. One. No, it wasn't about his cheating. Just his just oh. his disposition because he was kind of an asshole to the press and he didn't he he didn't have much patience for people. Yeah. Um, but you know sometimes having kids changes you. I think that's the thing that Mike, that you think one sneaky mistress? Or- <laughs>
2: I would think that uh,
0: man, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's like if you get burned, you keep touching the, the stove. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> if he does, then he really does have a problem. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would bet no, just based on, like, what he would stand to lose. But who knows?
2: Yeah, I'm going to say no also.
0: Do you
1: think he's going to win another uh, uh, ma- a master? Another major? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do.
0: He's 43 years old. Um, he looks great, like we said. Like, if the wind – when you wear a shirt like that and you walk into the wind and it blows against your body and you still look that good, like, <laughs> you know you're in great shape. Like- that, that shirt, like, sold out online. In, they like, did? 30 minutes after he won or something like well, that. Well, I guarantee The, so, like, you, mock neck red. Most of the people idea. that bought that shirt do not have Tiger's torso, <laughs> yeah. so good luck, America.
1: Everybody puts it on and goes, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they bought it online, they're going to be sorely disappointed. The returns are through the roof. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on
0: to the uh, Philadelphia Cyber Sixers and Amir Johnson, who, like I said up the top, was busted uh, on the bench looking at his cell phone in the fourth quarter with his team down 16 points, uh, even though they are the higher-seeded team uh, in Game 1 of the NBA playoffs. By the way,
1: for our listeners, this is not turning into a sports show, and if we do talk about sports, it'll be stuff that is relatable and not too heavy on the X's and O's. It's yeah, only fun stories. So, Tiger was a so huge do not turn story. This off, yeah. That's why
0: Tiger was there. This one's an interesting story. We all thought because um, a lot of, I guess, like the Twitter uh, universe, the Twitterverse, were all like, "I can't believe Amir Johnson would do this." They're getting blown out in a <laughs> game that they should have won. This is disrespectful to his, uh, to the fans, to anyone that supported this team. You know, what does he think he's doing? Draymond Green, who plays for the uh, for the Golden State Warriors, tweeted at a fan who said. So the fan basically I'm just going to read this tweet verbatim because I did send it to our pod gang here Erica And by the Shane, way um, Max.
1: Uh, if you didn't see the clip check it out but it's very obvious what's happening like they look like kind of two schoolboys at the back of the classroom One's pulling out their phone, another's like sneaking a look. They're it's trying like, to hide it. They're trying to hide it. It's very obvious what they're doing.
0: So a Twitter user named Alex Kennedy said, if I was a Sixers fan, I'd already be frustrated watching this game. Then I see this, I'd be infuriated. And it's a still of uh, Amir Johnson and uh, Joel Embiid looking at his phone. on Green then replies that he goes, why? You check your phone at work, right? So then this gets to the question of, was Amir Johnson, and I'll throw this out to the
1: floor, uh, out of line to check his phone during an NBA playoff game? Well, Doris Burke, the announcer, also called them out too in the moment. If you watch the clip, she's like, "This is not what you need. You, sh- you should be doing if you're an NBA player on the bench and your team is losing." And also, Philadelphia 76ers have a really um, passionate fan base, and they boo their team often if their team is. They're famous for booing Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, they booed Kobe's from Philly, and when he was when he won like the MVP All Star or the the All Star MVP, they booed him. They he, booed like, him anyway. But I'm not asking about Doris Perk, Max. Yeah. Do you think Amir Johnson as somebody who's constantly looking at his phone?
1: Okay, well, I'd say that NBA players uh, probably have the most ridiculous, mundane conversations that don't have to do with the game itself all the time on the bench. And I wonder you know, who they're talking about in the crowd or if they're checking out a, a girl at like courtside. So the idea that they're concentrating on something other than the game does not surprise me. I think it's just lacking a lot of self-awareness that – that's just a terrible look. So, like, yeah, I don't think he should have done it. Not because I think it actually made a difference in his, like, commitment to the game or the team. Because, as I said, they're they're talking about other things all the time anyway, is my assumption. Uh, it's just that you have to know that there's cameras on you all the time.
2: Well said. Yeah, that's that's the way I look at it, too. And I didn't know because I had another kind of take on it that. When I'm doing something that is a high-pressure situation, I like to try to pretend it's not, and I'll do things like check my phone, try to play it cool, try to joke around, because there's nothing worse than when you're in a high-pressure situation being aware that you're in a high-pressure situation, because it just makes you play worse. And as a person who played basketball in any big game, I would totally blow it because of the nerves. I can really relate to wanting to do something like look at your phone or have some other distraction. But what changed my view on it was this morning you told me it's against the rules. It is. I yeah. didn't know that. So that if that's against the rules and it is a playoff game and with all the reasons Max just noted with optics and all that, don't do it. It is adding insult to injury which is they were <laughs> they were losing this <laughs> game quite badly, right?
0: And Amir was actually uh Inactive, so I believe
1: he's injured. <laughs> oh, jeez, that was a clever so little his, pun. He was he in his, his warm-ups, but he wasn't playing. My okay, so my favorite thing though is the excuse that comes out after it because they, <laughs> no, no, honestly, this is my favorite part because they realize. I, I want to go through what happens in their locker room. They go, "Yo, shit, people saw us do that thing." Fuck, he's blowing <laughs> up. It's like what's Mom, the text me, you're sick. <laughs> no, no, honestly, this is really so, well. They, they, yeah, this is the explanation. The, the explanation is that Amir Johnson's daughter is very sick and. And they wanted oh. to check, which is the, and so and so Joel Embiid's is like, how dare you? We're talking about a sick child. Amir's Johnson, he was worried about his family, and you want to question me? Like just like like cause, and I thought I was like, hey, you know, that's a pretty good one. Like as a, as opposed to just saying, I'm sorry, you get indignant back at the people. Oh b-board. my god, it's so
0: great! It's so funny.
1: And well, it like, what, what, what excuse would you guys come up with if you, if you if you two were Amir Johnson and Joel Embiid? I wouldn't lie.
0: I would say I was honestly checking to see like what time Game of Thrones started. You know what I mean? Like I would be honest about what I looked at just because I just
2: feel like I busted. I realized I fucked up. I'm sorry. I wouldn't even say what we were talking about. Exactly. I wouldn't say either because it seemed like they might have been talking about babes or something too.
1: (laughs) Well, they have that mischievous look. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, how long until someone takes that still the wide of them looking at the phone and then they'll do a punch in and somebody will Photoshop something onto the phone that's like
1: comically like hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't it's know. It hasn't already happened. Yeah. yeah. So so you guys
2: wouldn't make up an excuse. I wouldn't lie, for sure. It was a blowout. Like, I would try to make light of it and just move on. Mm.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, like the GM, Elton Brand, like everybody's sort of apologizing. Brett Brown's all indignity is like, this isn't what we're about, blah, blah, blah. Sure. People are just pissed that they got beat by the lower seed, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like in game one. And to be honest, I'm quite glad they got beat in game one because it takes a little bit of the pressure off of Kyle Lowry and our fucking terrible Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Denver also
1: lost their high seat, too. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, So anyway, I I mean, okay, here's the question, too, that I thought was interesting with Draymond Green saying, do you check your phone at work? Mm. And the truth is, we all have pretty good, like, sort of loose jobs where we can. But, like, say I worked on a factory line. I wouldn't be allowed to pull out my phone because I would be focused on the task at hand. Consequently, if we're in, like, a meeting, if we're in a brainstorm, we'll have our phones there. But if, like, we're sitting there and going through our phone while, like, we're brainstorming or, like, our, our creative director's talking fuck no that wouldn't fly like Mm -hmm. it's like you have to be you're paid to be fully concentrated or at least ostensibly fully concentrated on the task at hand that's what the money's for do you know what i mean of course
1: do you think they check their phones
0: at halftime fuck yeah yeah absolutely which is fine Mm -hmm. like if i have to get up and go to the bathroom i'm gonna look at my phone on the way you know what i mean like but when you're engaged in like literally they're paid for a lot but i would say that the arguably the most important thing they're paid for is that 48 minutes on the bench, especially. In a playoff game. And mm. so it's like, even though I actually like Shane's point about trying to stay loose, because if you get mm. too tight, that's not good either. So yeah. there is something to staying loose. And I like your point, Max, about like, eh, I, I think that they're distracted anyway. But in some ways, it's like you're paid to actually even just pretend like you're fully locked in and engaged of on every course. possession.
2: Well, I, I was watching a game yesterday, and I always find it interesting when players on opposing teams in a big game are joking around with each other, especially in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Like, does that bother you at all? If like, if Kyle Lowry was having a laugh in the first two minutes of an important game with the opposing team, old heads and legends hate this shit. Mm-hmm. They, they think that everybody's friends. Now they blame it on the AAU
0: system, meaning that they all played when they're like, they're all on the same teams when they were in high school. So then there is these real relationships. So like, even though LeBron's supposed to take Katie's head off in a finals against the Warriors, they're like yucking it up and you know, three phase handshake hugs, joking at the free throw line. I think my opinion's kind of more evolved. I lean toward, like, eh, they're not going to deny that they're friends or whatever. But I would appreciate if they kind of act a little bit more like Russ Westbrook, who kind of acts like he hates everybody on the court, even guys that he's friends with, like Harden, until after the game. But, I mean, again, that feels performative to me, too. Like, if anything, I like that – like, LeBron's just being authentic. He's like, I like Kevin Durant. I'm going to talk with Kevin Durant. Instead of doing this performative, like – we don't talk. You know what I mean? Like Kobe, like, I ain't got no friends on the court. That kind yeah. of thing. It's like I almost appreciate the authenticity of being like, of course I'm going to say what's up on the free throw
2: line. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Yeah. I, I, well, it's I don't like to see it, but it's exactly what I would do. <laughs> Just because, again, like I, I, I would always do that when I played too. Like if I airballed the shot, I'd make fun of myself to the other team. Yep. And that's what this guy did. It was the big guy in the Milwaukee Bucks. What's his name? He's Brooke kind of... Lopez? D- Brooke Lopez. Yeah. He airballed a shot and then he went to the opposing team and made fun of himself and they were both laughing at him. He's like, I got you. Yeah. I can't even watch that. I couldn't
0: watch that game. That was like a 40-point blowout. Yeah. Oh, well, God. it was
2: amazing just for that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, next subject. Guys, you know what? We should probably find the... Do we even need the actor's name? Just the Travago guy? Travago guy. Call- Travago guy. It'll
2: confuse people if we did know Yeah. Name. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> his name's actually Eldrick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eldrick Travago Johnson. Uh, <laughs> he... Uh, yeah, he was bu- Max. I I meant to read the CNN story, but what w- what's give us the breakdown? I only
1: brought this subject because I thought you were really interested in it because you saw one the who headline, yeah. so I
2: sent it to our chat group because I'm like, oh, this shit's funny. Well, it's one of those things that is funny, but how much can you really talk about it? Yeah, like, like drinking and driving's bad. You yes. shouldn't do it. Has the fame gotten to him? Would he? <laughs> <laughs> the tobacco money. Um, like, there's obviously jokes about him not being able to find a hotel, so he had to pull over. <laughs> <and sleep. laughs> How
0: ironic! <laughs> if only he'd used Travago. Uh, yeah. You know what's funny to me is I am so fascinated by commercial actors that get a gig like this. So it's like he's hired for one spot. It goes viral in the fact that people make fun of Travago guy because he's not wearing a belt. His shirt is <laughs> loose. Chris D'Elia, I believe, did a funnier die imitation of it. He's like, when you see the homeless sign, you know you're, it's so fucking funny. He's like, and I move like this, and they're imitating the green screen shit. Um, I, I, the guy that is the the dude for A and W, you know that the bald guy. Yeah. The, that, it's like guys like that will do one commercial, and then somebody at like an agency or the client, they'll go, that guy is great, and then they all of a sudden have like a half decade or 10 year career where their bills are paid. They're able to buy homes based on the fact that they now become the face of
1: this company. Oh, they get paid. Actually, uh, the woman who does the Popeye's chicken ads. Yeah. uh, She apparently gets paid like a million dollars, uh, uh, a commercial, like because she's so uh, synonymous with that. For uh, people who don't know, can you do a little imitation? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, oh no, honey! That's <laughs> a callback to the last episode. <laughs> um. you didn't, didn't do it as much confidence um, as the teacher? Didn't Alex
2: Trebek not get in trouble? But oh do a do a old Southern accent. I, I sent
0: I saw this thing on Twitter. I sent it to Shane immediately. But Alex Trebek. Uh, so sometimes they'll have clues, which are quotes from a movie. Mm-hmm. So it was a quote from the, the, the question, it, the, the answer was the color purple, but so they do the thing and Alex reads it like and then Jane say it and he does it in a southern <laughs> like black
1: accent. It, oh my God, it was Gourmet Spud actually retweeted it. And oh, so it was like that's I, love,
0: great. I love Alex's uh, accent. Work. Yeah, you
1: can't do that anymore. Uh, Lauren uh, has been on a kick of old like 90s movies and she, uh, especially when I, was, I think I told you she's really into Brad Pitt now, like 90s Brad Pitt and yeah. she watched Meet, Meet Joe Black. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah, of course. And, oh. Then, and he has this whole scene where he's talking with a Jamaican accent in the hospital. Hey, I read. Mean, no, yeah, <laughs> he talks to like the orderly or whatever, and, like a Jamaican. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. It's, like, you cannot do that now. It's I thought, so I thought out you of were going to talk
2: about something else. Have you seen the opening scene when he gets hit by the car? Oh, that's just gone viral. Oh, recently. that's Yeah. Your- Oh, is it because his, his body is getting If you do it in a gif, it's just he keeps going
0: back and around. Everyone
2: like, watch the opening scene right before Brad Pitt gets hit by the car in Micho Black. Like, before he, he gets hit by her. Her. I'm sure everyone already I'm just
0: going to play this Alex Trebek clip because uh, right. Alex is uh, a legend, obviously. Uh, i turn it up. From 1982. Dear
1: God, he beat me today because he say I winked at a boy in church.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, if anyone else did that, do you get in trouble? But since it's Al
1: Trebek, he's 80 years old, he has cancer, like, you can't really call him out, right? I mean, uh, Trebek is known as a pretty classy guy, and uh, and he's... Uh, he doesn't normally mess up in that way. Not that there's a mess. Up, I don't know. No, I mean, I
0: think he would, like. Let's say it was like a Braveheart quote. I think he would do the
2: Braveheart accent too.
1: Yeah, you know? like he tends to do that. But yeah, but I think it is it's different time.
2: if you uh, res- have a resemblance to the accent you're doing. Like yeah, like no, I can, I, can do he, it. I constantly mix him up with Mel Gibson. Actually.
0: <laughs> okay, here's a question. <laughs> no, I, mean, I Scottish mean people.
2: <laughs>
1: do, do you think that uh, the company? Let's, let, let's, uh, the company said we don't condone this back to Travago. Yeah, Travago. Okay. Right. Another,
0: another version of it is the progressive woman, uh, yeah. Canadian Tire had to do that they had forever. And then when yeah. he let Old him Spice. Go, of
2: the answer Jared from Spice. Subway, <laughs> yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, yeah.
1: um, so let, let's say it comes out that he is, uh, found guilty for drinking and driving because right now the company has said we're looking into the matter, like they haven't said anything too definitive. They haven't, I don't think they've parted ways with him yet. Uh, let's say he's guilty. Do you think the company says, all right, that's it, we, we got to cut our? Uh, cut ties now, or do you think they make a joke of it, or or they don't make a joke? they don't make a joke. But do you think they bring him back because his character is so goofy to begin with, and like there is there any wiggle room to bring him back, or is it over?
2: <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Well, I think. Well, I I don't think they can be like, you know, you saw it coming. He was going (laughs) to do this. No, no, no. He was a goofy character. He's always been (laughs) staying loose. (laughs) But but I think they'll have to send him to like a a rehabilitation facility and say, we strongly here at Trivago, we believe everyone deserves a second chance, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, and then they'll have him back. Mm. Uh. Because he is a pretty big cash cow for them, I would assume. I think he's done. Really? I think historically like I think I think for for
0: company I mean Trevago I don't think they're gonna get any more famous whether he's the pitch man or not. And they could actually I think I think traditionally we've seen like people cut ties. So I I would I would bet that they'll cut ties with him. But I also think about him as just a human being, and I go, man, like this guy caught a DUI. Maybe he's having a crazy weekend. I don't know what the situation was, but he won the fucking lottery. He does the easiest job. He's 52. He's the easiest job. He does these fucking commercials where he shows up. He just, I'm the Trivago guy. And then it fucking, like, literally. He blows it all in one, like, bad weekend for a DUI. And it's just, like, I always think about people that, like, kind of lose things like that with, like, one poor decision. And maybe it's a – we don't know. Maybe It'd
2: be interesting to look at the contract if there's some sort of morality clause and, and if he has a leg to stand on sue if they do drop him or if they just they, – they beat him to the punch and just give him a huge payout.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't you guys be surprised if we were, like, watching TV and there was a new Travago commercial, though, with that guy?
2: Yeah. Uh, I would and I wouldn't. It depends on the statement and the stance that they go for. I would be curious to see if they would try to find like a look alike or someone <laughs> similar. They should just get Chris. Yeah, like, to imitate him. Yeah. Well, how do you replace him? Do you go with somebody totally different? Like,
1: yeah, I think you change up the whole
2: campaign. Really? Yeah.
0: Totally. Get a woman. Get like yeah. Go a completely different direction and somebody with some some charisma and some charm. Mm-hmm. Do you think people
1: um, actually care? Uh, that's, that's another question. That's a it's a great like, question. It's, it's like, I know the company probably thinks, okay, we just got to cut ties because drinking and driving is bad. Fair enough. But do you think most people who are fans of Trivago or use the service give a shit? Well,
0: well he, no, probably do not. You
1: th- do you think people go, oh, they're still employing that guy? You know what? I'm going to use Trip, uh, you know, Expedia or whatever it is. Like, I wonder.
0: Well, I always wonder if these stories are more like for media types like us, like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen with, uh, are they going to drop their spokesperson? Whereas to your point, like somebody in the middle of the country is going to be like, do they even give a shit? Yeah. But I will say that they got, which is the hardest thing to get if you're Trevago, and that's like a viral clip. They became, their company became famous because of this guy in that commercial. Yeah. Do you guys use
1: Trevago? I do not. I don't, but I've heard of it and I don't think I would have heard of it otherwise. No. Would you stop
2: going to McDonald's if Ronald got pulled over for a DUI? Like, does it matter if the pitch person gets a DUI?
0: Sure. Like- it can matter to me. It can, I think, like, based on, like, um, because it's about the company's stance. So let's say, like, let's say, that, say let's say Jared from Subway, as we all know, uh, he'd been charged with, you know, he's basically he's a child molester, yeah. um, which has been proven um, or at least had sex with underage girls or whatever. He's paying whatever. So Subway drops him. Let's say Subway, like, decided to, like, well, let's hear all the facts before they suspend them. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with Subway? And I could see myself taking my business elsewhere. Th- the question is, will you take your business elsewhere if you feel like the current? Cor- company- I, I
2: do think the DUI matters, and I do think it's a big false equivalency to go to child molestation. Yeah, as, totally. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I guess, like, the question is, like, will I leave a company? Like, so, for instance, if I found out that McDonald's was doing something, like, terrible ethically, say, to the cows that they, that they farm let's say that mm-hmm. there was like a thing that came out and, and someone might actually like, we have to might be in the corrections where they're like, actually, bro, they do. And it doesn't, I don't eat mm-hmm. McDonald's burgers anyway. But what, what I'm saying is it's like, let's say we found out that they did something, let's say McDonald's had a charity and it turned out corporately, they were like embezzling funds from the charity part for sick kids into something else, right? Yes. And then they basically like, defended it in a way that i felt was like very flippant and they didn't take it seriously Mm -hmm. i would absolutely stop going to mcdonald's right but i want to
2: just keep it to dui because i feel like that's okay pick
0: someone other than ronald mcdonald though that's a fictional character
2: an actor plays him okay the president and ceo of mcdonald's whatever his name is okay
0: so the president ceo of mcdonald's gets busted for like a dui he gets charged definitively so it's not like yeah he's like i I
2: drank and drive it was stupid i I realized i had too many drinks i pull pulled over on the side of the road and i passed out
0: It's a great question. I don't know. Like, do you part ways with people like that? Like, I don't know. Do people should people be punished beyond, say, just like the system? Does he serve jail time? Is it like a slap on the wrist? Does his money get him released? I don't know. Like, I mean, these are great ethical questions and I don't know. I'd have to know the circumstances of that question. So if you're asking if, say they say it turns out this guy did drink and drive Travago and then they hire him back and like, we believe in second chances. Like you said, I didn't use Travago in the first place. Would I stop using it because of that decision they made? I guess I'd have to look at the... Uh, maybe we haven't heard his side of the story. Maybe like, I was never going to drive. I went in my car to get something and I passed. I don't know. Like I do think that they're, everything is nuanced in their circumstances with stuff. But I would not use a company if I felt like they didn't do enough in like a bad moral situation. Right. Yep. You guys? Um, I have nothing on this one. What would you do if Ronald McDonald got busted drunk driving?
1: Oh, I mean, I think... Um there, there's two different sides to this. There's on one hand, there's like a company's like moral and political stance when it comes to many things. So like this is a big Chick Fil A issue. Sure. Is that Chick Fil A famously doesn't condone homosexual behavior, um, and so I think that is a bigger reason to not go to Chick Fil A because you just don't agree with uh, their politics, and they've made it very clear that uh, this is where they stand on the issue. Um, but when, when it comes to one offs, it's hard, you know, because I believe in. Forgiveness, and I think we should have more patience and forgiveness generally in our society. And and I think people get canceled quickly, like too quickly sometimes. Yep. And I think there's some unfairness, and I think it's actually sort of mean spirited. And if you look at any of the great religions and texts, like one of the things they really preach is we should show forgiveness for people, you know. And um, so again, we'd have to to know more of the circumstances of this case because if it was a one off, and he's truly. Uh, repenting for the sin, then I think let's have the guy back.
2: And I think we've all known someone in our lives who has drank and drive, and probably a lot of those people would never do it again. Sure. And I, I you know, I would well, never write someone off who made a mistake like that.
0: That's the thing; it's a relatable mistake in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. And I, but I do think in the last decade drinking and driving has become so fucked up and taboo that even as fucked up as you are it is insane to drink and drive at this point i think with people
1: oh totally yeah like it, it, honestly it, like
0: i really do like i honestly like as little as like a decade ago like 2009 878 8, all that stuff like I, I think that it's bad, hundred percent. It was bad then, but it was like it was. Sometimes people were like ah, I've had four at the bar and I'm going to drive home, and it's like okay, they are fine, they're not fine. But now I think if you're drunk enough to fucking pass out, it's crazy that your brain would even allow you to get in a car just because. I think mm-hmm. of the way
1: society, like you're yeah, going to undeniably, yeah, you couldn't crazy. even consider it. And yeah, obviously, it still happens all the time. There's, there's enough drunken driving accidents that still occur, but I totally agree that, um, yeah, I even five years ago, if I had th- two or three beers at a bar i yep. might go yeah, I can, i'm totally fine to drive now if i have more than one i'm just like i'm not bothering like one over the course of three hours i'd be like that's maybe my limit yeah person you know it's because like, and it's, with some food and yeah with some yeah it's terrifying yeah
0: oh man like it's just not we're, like we're all terrified of like the social sort of stigma with getting busted mm-hmm. for one of those things whereas to your point like maybe you totally could drive after three beers do you know yeah. what i mean but it's like the off chance that you didn't have enough food and that you blow over it's it's an interesting thing but, but he's, I, he's he's an
1: older guy too he's an old, old, older generation and there, i know there's some places in america where drinking and driving isn't as taboo as it maybe is in you know the big city or whatever he's in houston who knows maybe i'm uh generalizing here but it's like for a, i think people though of an older generation they're still like i don't quite get this like well, i had four it's fine you know yeah no, i think it's a generational thing for sure
0: Yeah, uh, it's 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 a crazy thing. But ultimately, I guess the whole point of like, you know, decades and decades of like Mothers Against Drunk Driving and sort of like the campaign was ultimately to get it to a point where guys like us are like terrified to get behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. Because it's like even though, say, 80 percent of people after four pints could actually drive a car, those 20 percent that that can't do it are going to fucking kill somebody or themselves. And so it's like. It's it's kind of better to be, I guess, cautious
1: and put that the fear of God into people than to sort of be more loose with it. To me, that's always a um, a really interesting thing about the way society works is how you can change minds and hearts when it comes to like, the realm of public opinion. So, like seatbelts, smoking inside, yeah. drinking and driving; those are things that you know thirty years ago we didn't think twice about, it. and now everyone goes, "You got to wear a seatbelt." Would you ever smoke inside? No, and you'd never drink and drive. And it's cool because I know as, as um, stubborn as people can be when it comes to like conventions and people don't want things to change if you do it in the right way you can get people mm-hmm. to like do the right thing it just has to be know, rolled out in the right way and has to be hammered home if this was a seatbelt violation how would you feel <laughs> you can't take it <laughs> i'm never using trivago again yeah. safe travels my ass yeah. <laughs>